You just never know when someone's gonna like snap, crackle, or pop. Welcome to You Get a Rose. I'm Hannah W. Today, we're talking about Alea, Victoria P., the end of Champagne Gate, and here to help me with all of that is Miss Sally Foster. Hello. Sally, are you team Alea or team everyone else? I'm team everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This week was all about Alea and the drama that she brings to this show. So much drama. We had like a little bit of Victoria P in the show. We also had a little bit of the end of Champagne Gate. What were your thoughts on the end of Champagne Gate? Ooh, I have a lot of thoughts on the end of Champagne Gate. Okay. Because um, you weren't here last week. So if you have any thoughts about Champagne Gate in general, now is the time to share it's your true. It's true. It's true. It's um, true. I thought I really liked their conversation about the distinctions between bullying and not bullying. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really I thought that was really good. I mean, Kelsey is 28. Yeah. And Hannah Ann is 22, 23 years old. Yeah. I felt like you could really see the difference in their age in this conversation. Totally. Even though Kelsey was still like, she's also still immature in the way that she handles conflict. It was a good point that she made when she said, like, I was mean to you. I said mean things to you. I even called you names. But that is not bullying. Totally. And Hannah Ann was like, yes, it but is. But it is bullying. It is bullying to yeah. me, though. I liked that. And you don't see a lot of that kind of like conversations about that sort of thing on TV. So I thought that was really I really enjoyed that, that she made that distinction between unkind words and bullying as right. a thing. Yeah. Um, and I agreed with her. Yeah, because bullying is sustained. It's also uh, usually bullies will, uh, you know, recruit other people right. to kind of pin that person down. And it's over a long period of time or even over the course of more than one day. Right. More than one event. One incident. Right. Yeah. This was just a fight. Right. They just were in a fight. It made me wonder if Hannah Ann is an only child. Mm. Ooh. Like, there's nothing wrong with being an only child, but sometimes I think only children have less experience in these kind of, like, blow-up fights that you I have with like, your siblings. I think she had two siblings. Didn't she have, like, a whole... Because she's a little bit... Like, in my brain, I think of Hannah P as a little bit of Luke P. Hannah Ann? Yeah, she is a little bit Luke P. She's the Christian woman. And I think they did uh, yeah, a thing with her family. Yeah, we saw a thing with her family. Sibling. I think there no, were two I think siblings right. at the table. I think you're right. But, I think you're but right. You're right. She does seem to have only child syndrome a little bit because yeah. she just could not. Hand, I mean, but I did think it was weird that Kelsey was like, I don't even like champagne. Like, then why make such a big right. deal out of it? But right. I do understand that she's saying like the principle of the thing is that you did yeah. this. But I, if I was like, if I was Kelsey, I'm putting myself in her shoes on the night of I could justify why she was acting the way she was. Right. The next day I cannot justify it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. In the moment, you were just like broken up about this thing that you had planned and you were super excited about. Yeah. The next day that she's still like, you did it on purpose. And Hannah Ann is saying, I genuinely didn't know. Right. Let it go, Kelsey. Right. Agree. Like, let it go and move on. Mm-hmm. You are 28. Agree. Gross. Agree. The thing that Kelsey said that I really didn't like when Hannah Ann was saying, um, well, the thing is, you, you know, you weren't letting me talk. Like, you were yelling at me so much. And then Kelsey goes, oh, so we're making this about me now? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's always been about right. you. It's always been about right. the two of you. Yeah. The thing that's interesting is I think Kelsey probably is a bully. But, like, <laughs> she wasn't being one in this particular one yeah. case. She's like, wait a second. No, I know what bullying is. I've done that before. <laughs> right, it's right. longer, Let me show you what it is. Targeted. Yes. Yeah. No, now she's kind of gaslighting Hannah Ann. Yeah. And acting like the situation was different than it was. Um, she's acting like Hannah Ann was the aggressor. Yeah. And that's not true. Totally. They're both children. They are. In this case. And I was. They are. They're, I just wrote they're both so bad at being people right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like everyone in the whole, all the women in the house were so bored with the champagne gate at yes. that point. I, as a viewer, was so over it. Yeah. I can't remember who said it, but one of them was like, I'll never look at a bottle of champagne yeah. the same. And I totally feel that way, too. Especially because later in the episode, someone comes on that's named Champagne. And oh, I was like, I why is no one so talking much. about this? Yeah. Like champagne and killer. killer. I'm like, wait, that's so different than the other one. Uh-huh. Did they just make up her name for right. this specific moment? Right. They're like, let's just call her Champagne. Yeah. See if anybody says anything. Yeah, but Hannah Ann wasn't even on that date. I know. And neither was Kelsey. That's true. So they were all like, I'm not going to bring it up because no. I don't want to even relive it. Right. Um, so finally we see the end of that. And 
Then we also see, like, bef- kind of mean- meanwhile, elsewhere, we see Victoria P's date going on. I kind of have a soft spot for Victoria P. And since episode one, I have really felt like Victoria P is my girl. I'm kind of in her corner. Oh, really? I'm in her corner. Okay. As much as she is so different than me, like a completely different yeah. person, you know, mostly because she looks like a model, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she has an interesting background. She's she I feel like she's sensitive and she's thoughtful and she is kind. She seems kind to the other women. She and Peter are definitely like clicking yes. on the state. The only big like downfall I have for Victoria P is that she has kind of low self-esteem and like low self-value because on the date she says and last week she said this too. She says, "I just didn't think I would ever deserve someone like Peter." Oh, yike. And like, like, Peter's cute, but is he like the top dude in the world? I know. I yeah. hope not. I hope he's at the pinnacle of male achievement. Yeah. I. You know what? I kind of like Victoria P too. And I didn't, when they announced that she was getting the date, I was literally like, who is that? Like, I honestly didn't even remember her. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I had to Google her. And then I was like, oh yeah, She's her. the one who wears cute glasses and like yeah. doesn't always wear makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she didn't wear her glasses on the date. And so I was like, I don't remember this. I see. Um, and she came downstairs like where I, I shouldn't like talk about what she was wearing because, you know, it doesn't actually matter, but I'm going to. Well, um, that's all we really know of the women at this point is yeah. what they're wearing because there's so many of them. We yeah. don't see them very frequently. Yeah. She was rocking mom jeans that were really big. And that is a trend that I'm unfamiliar with. Like I'm, I'm familiar with like the boyfriend jeans, quote unquote, and like the mom jeans, but not the mom jeans that are also boyfriend jeans. So mom jeans as in high-waisted. High-waisted. Kind of long butt. But this is what's weird is, okay, I've seen the high-waisted jeans that are like a little bit big on the leg and all ripped up, but hers were big on the waist too. <laughs> oh. It was it was a plot so they twist. Were just it was big unexpected. Jeans. <laughs> they were, she was wearing big jeans, and I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this girl in big How jeans. How was she keeping them on with a belt? I don't remember she wasn't her even doing a this. Belt. It was very strange. You're going to have to look it up. This is what she wore on the date? On the date. She wore like a black. How did I not notice uh, that? Like leotard or something. I don't mm. know, like a tankini. I don't know. Like tucked into these big jeans. And as she was putting on the makeup, I kept watching her jeans like move around <laughs> on her. And I was like, girlfriend, those are going to fall off of you. Especially when you're line dancing. Well, that's what she, they got to the, um, the general store that also sold cowboy boots. I don't uh, know. Everyone has one of those. And I was like, how is this girl going to wear these cowboy boots right now with these mom Big jeans. jeans. She can't tuck them in. We're not right. going to see the boots. Right. Wow, I didn't notice that. I was so distracted on this date by the fact that they're, that Peter's essentially from Malibu. Mm-hmm. He's like from outside of L.A. Yeah. And they this whole date try to make him look like he's some down-home country totally. boy. Mm-hmm. They like bring him. He says, oh, I'm bringing her to like one of my favorite spots. Right. And they roll up to a cowboy boot store I know and then they go to a line dancing bar and I'm just shook like how is Peter that person same when up until this point it's I feel like it's been pretty clear that he's like kind of a dude and lives in LA and like grew up in that lifestyle and like learned how to fly planes his parents live in a beautiful little home like nothing about it is country it's Uh not like he lives on a farm I know it was so weird to me same and also it reminded me the bar that they went to reminded me of um, when I went to Nashville. There are like a whole strip of these big yeah. country dancing bars that are all like bachelorette party. You totally. know, it's like Bourbon Street or towards something. Towards bachelorette isn't it? parties. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's uh, th- that's reminding me of that mainly because everyone who's there is also obviously there because the show brought them, and it's right. just a group of women who all right. wanted to be on the show, and they're all line dancing together. I know. And then he rides the bull in the B side clip. Oh gosh. And I just am, I'm like breaks his back. Yeah, that looks bad. But why are we doing this? I know this well, is not Chris Souls' season. Like we don't need to pretend he's like right. someone we can relate to from right. the Midwest. Well, that's what I when we were watching this part of the episode, I was like watching him with a keen eye, like mm. a detective eye, to be like, does he really line dance? And I think he passed the test. Like I think he really does line dance. Like he knew. All of the moves that the entire, you know how they do like the big room does the full choreographed yeah, dances? Yeah, He He was nailing every single one. Okay. Like he knew them that's all. That's true. But also there is, okay, I went to one of those line dancing like bars in yeah. Nashville and there's someone on stage doing it. 
You're just yeah. copying them. Is it that hard? That's that's true. But I just maybe felt it's like, his audition for Dancing with the Stars. Ooh, ooh could be crossover opportunity yeah. there. Yeah, he's like, I know how to make the big bucks after the show's yeah. over. I did think they were very cute together. Um, it made I did. me like her. It actually made me like her a lot, and I like her backstory. And I think that he, Peter, when she was telling her backstory, Peter had a very convincing, caring boy face. Oh, on. yeah. I thought he was pretty genuine in that moment. Mm-hmm. It made me like Peter more, too. Honestly, their date made me like both of them more. And I was like, okay. Yeah. They're cute together. He cannot keep his hands off of her for mm-hmm. a second. No. Like, he wants to be touching her all yeah. the time. Let's talk about her backstory. So she says, uh, we kind of knew from her the preview in the very first episode a little bit about this, but... Mm-hmm. She says her her dad died at a young at a young age when she was young. Her mom fell into some type of addiction, mm-hmm. and she they bounced from like homeless shelter to homeless shelter. And she did a lot of work taking care of her sister when they didn't have access to food, and she she like needed to be the parent. She right. grew up really quickly. Right. I did. I mean, I do find that storyline to be like very. Uh, it says a lot about her because she. Is way more mature than the other women. She like has very different values than them, right? Because she actually knows what true hardship is, and she knows what it's like to have to take care of family members, right? Who are supposed to be taking care of you? Absolutely. So yep. I liked her in that moment a lot. The one question I had is like, did you think? I mean, does it feel like some of those tears? Came, like, where did that come from? Because right. telling your story is one thing, but like. It seemed like it just happened yesterday when she was crying. Yeah. It was so emotional for her and she like was kind of catching her breath like she couldn't quite get it out. And yeah. I was wondering, like, do you think that's because this is the first time she's ever told it on air or because she's worried that or she's had other people leave her before for this reason? Yeah. Why? I, mean, I think it was probably just a really emotionally charged moment. Like th- I can think back on times when that's happened to me when I've been talking about things in my life that I've talked about a million times. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, talking about it at that time, be it I'm in a room full of people, um, maybe I'm like in a really highly stressful situation. Um, I didn't get the impression that it was something that had just happened to her or that she was like still really much so like living in that. Right. Um I personally just got the feeling that she was like, okay, I'm telling this to this person that I quote unquote really like, but like also barely know. Um, and we're, it's going to be broadcast to like the entire country. Yeah, including her family. Right. Including her family. That? Yeah. And, you know, just kind of on the spot with it. I think it yeah. probably just made a lot of emotion come out. It's, I thought it was believable. Yeah. I didn't feel like she was faking it yeah. to me. I mean, mm-hmm. there are, there's times later when like, uh, people were faking tears on yes. the episode, but these felt real to me. And that's why I wondered, you know, how did it get to that point? Because these were like real, real tears. Right. And you don't always see that. Like you right. see tears about disappointment from when you're sent home or like heartbreak, right. but tears, genuine tears about exposing your past. I, like, I don't really remember a lot of opportunities where I've seen that happen because most people kind of tell it with this like stoic right. way. Like Agreed. when Christina Schulman was talking about. When she was young and had a hard time, like her family didn't wasn't able to provide food, and she was like eating lipstick, and that right. whole storyline was very intense. But mm-hmm. she didn't really like let go like this. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And Peter was so like right there with her. He was, yeah, he was very engaged. He was like, physically right in right there with her and um, reassuring her and saying like, "This doesn't change how I feel about you. This doesn't make you a bad person." Because she's, you know. That was definitely her insecurity about it. Yeah. That's one thing I really do like about Peter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've definitely been on a roller coaster of how I feel about him as The Bachelor since before it was even announced, obviously. But now I just, one thing I really appreciate about him is he seems like he's entirely focused on whoever he's with when he's with them. That's true. Which I really appreciate because we don't often see that. Yeah. I mean, in The Bachelor, he, like, when he's with Madison, you think, wow, Madison's the one. Then when he's with Victoria P, you think, wow, Victoria P's the one. That could you know? get him in trouble, though. It, I know, because it's, it's so dangerous. much like Ben, how he was really in love with two yeah. women at the end. And, like, you knew it was Lauren all the time, I think, with Ben. But it was surprising how much he really cared for JoJo. Yeah. But this one, it's like, I feel like I, I know it's Madison, but then I feel like I know it's Hannah. I know. And then I feel like I know it's Victoria. I and I yeah. feel like now I feel like I know it's Sydney. And it's just, like, Ooh, I know. very confusing I'm sure that's gonna be that's gonna come up a lot later. Is all the women are gonna feel like, well, they thought they were the one. So what's right. happening here? 
Yeah, I think that'll be interesting for dynamics on group dates later on, for sure. Oh, yeah. And, like, for a two-on-one? Yeah. Oh, that's going to get spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that was, when she was telling her story, my mom texted me, how did she get those million-dollar teeth? Oh. <laughs> kind of a burn. She Sick was, burn for yep, my mom. Right? But it is a good question. Like, she talks about her past, and I, I kind of want to know what's the in-between. Because, like, she looks good, mm-hmm. and she looks like she's had dental work done. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's had a little bit of other work done. Yeah. A little bit. Botox here, a little bit. Yeah. Spruce up some fillers here. Like what what changed and when? Yeah. That's Good question. What, that's kind of what I want to know. Like when did that all change? What happened in her family or for her that made the difference? Because obviously now she's not hurting for money. It's true. And all the photos that they showed of her um, like backstory and her family were pictures of her and her sister when they were like very, very young. Yeah. So, you know, as she was talking about having to like cut a potato in half and like put salt and pepper on it and like that's what they would eat there were like a montage of photos of her at like age seven yeah and so there's a big gap there that wasn't really addressed right and it's not like I don't believe her that she went through trauma I'm just like well I'm really curious now what happened to get you back right and then I thought about the preview episode and the house they showed them in her her mom and sister and her it's like a beautiful home and sometimes they rent homes True. For stuff like this. Yeah. But it didn't necessarily, it looked lived in. Yeah. So I'm I'm really curious, like, you know, is are we going to find out about a step-parent who, like, came into the situation right. or whatever it is? Anyway, yeah. I'm very intrigued by Victoria P. I am, too. She's, I like, got too. me, like, wanting to come back for more. Same. And that's a good character. Yeah. She's one of my one of my top faves right now, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely my fave. I'm in her corner. Yeah. The I thought something really interesting that happened on their date was Peter said... He had a moment with God before the show started and that where he talked to God and he knew his wife was there to be found. And I was like, wait a second. Have we ever heard Peter talk about religion or God? No. But that makes so much sense why Hannah B. kept him around for so long. Yes. Like, but, but I had no idea Luke he was religious. existed, they had to juxtapose it somehow. Like, they couldn't have two guys that were, you know. Ultra-religious. But Je- we knew Jed was because Jed talked about God. Several times on the show. Yeah, I guess. And we didn't know he was like, you know, Luke P was, the only thing we knew about him was that he worked out and went to church. Yeah. And was a total butt wipe. Yeah. (laughs) Dingleberry. Dingleberry. But with Peter, we just knew he was a pilot. We knew he was sweet. We never know he was like very religious. So I'm, I don't know. That like is an interesting thing. Right. I don't know. Everyone has a different relationship with religion in that way. I personally don't have any really at all. So right. I'm always surprised when people are like, I talk to God. Yeah. Um, I mean, it threw me because it I did. So me personally, I was a like a militant atheist. I like studied like Western religion in school. And then when I moved to Minnesota eight years ago, like started going to church and like became a Christian, like super weird and like sort of stopped being an atheist. But even now, for me to say something like, I spoke to God and got this message that, like, I'm going to meet my husband, like, that is, that's not just, like, a benign religious message you say in passing. Like, I prayed for this. It's, like, to say God, like, spoke to you about this is, like, a big thing. Like, it makes me think he's extremely religious. Right. And I feel like there's some, I mean, I was sort of, like, halfway raised Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, like, really a thing in Catholicism is speaking directly to God. Like, you don't get really to right. do that. So I feel like that's more of, a, like, an evangelical, Presbyterian yeah, yeah, totally. type of thing. Yeah. I might be wrong. I, You know, I would say someone out there knows the mm-hmm. answer to that question. Yes. Tell us, please. You should please tell us. So if you want to email us, you can email us now. We have an email. And it's hello at yougetarose.com. Email us and tell us. Do you know, is this, like, a specific sect of Christianity that we're where it's like common belief that you can speak directly to God? Or mm-hmm. is that something about all Christianity? I just don't know it. Yeah. And it's probably also a really personal answer too, you know? That's like probably a- true. That's probably true. Anyway, it was like very, it just like, whoa. Yeah, same. It interested me a lot. I'm very curious about how that's going to affect his decision making moving forward. And like if we're going to actually learn, oh, the top women he likes also kind of feel that way. Or maybe that will be some point of contention. I'm also curious because Hannah B got so much flack. She got support from a lot of people, but she also got flack from her own like religious community about the fact that she did have sex with yeah, Peter true. in the windmill. 
So we know Peter's going to really be active, sexually active with a lot mm-hmm. of these women. And I'm so curious to see if the double standard Same. means that he's just like praised for that yeah. or if, if he also gets flack. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. At the end of that date, they got into a really tiny plane. And they made out, and it was so tiny in there, and I couldn't stop laughing about yeah. how small the, yeah. the, the plane was. Uh, and she was, like, kind of crunched up with her head up against the ceiling, and they're, like, kissing, and I just thought, this looks horrible. Agree. I'm kind of just over, like, I do like Peter, but I'm just kind of over all this pilot stuff. Like, Yeah, I know. Just they're just eating like, dinner in a hangar. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to show you a place I just really love, and it's a hangar? Like, Yeah, it actually looked on. like it was a museum, kind of. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like know. L.A. Just, is full of weird venues that are like, yeah. this is a big open space and you can rent it for events. True. And it has three planes in it for no reason. Right. Yeah. And you can sit in them if you want. Right. So I don't know. There's probably an answer to that. But it feels like I imagine L.A. is a bunch of movie studios, a bunch of big houses, and then just filled with big, huge, vacant lots that Nailed can be it. rented for parties. That's, that's L.A. Yeah. I've been there. And, and then people it, being like, that's all it's if you want to rent my venue, you can rent my venue for our party. And the planes are free. <laughs> but like, if you, t- if you like hurt them, you have to pay money. If you hurt them. <laughs> Don't hurt my plane. Specifically. Um, but oh, you know what I geez. did when they were in the plane? Like something really cute happened that I thought, I thought about since is that she was like, I'm just so happy. And she hugs him. Oh, yeah. In this way mm-hmm. that I was just like, oh. Yeah, she was. She's she's very adorable. She's so cute. Yeah, that was such a cute moment. That was like, I mean, okay, I didn't get hooked into this show because of the romance, but like <laughs> here I am, here I all am. these years later, and I'm like, I love the romance part of yeah. it. It's very when when they really start to like each other, it kind of like triggers that little bit of you where you yeah. kind of remember that feeling in a relationship yeah. you've had. And, and you remember times when you just wanted to hug that person because you kind of wanted them to be like as close to you as possible. Yeah, totally. And kissing felt like too far away. Yeah. It's so cute. Oh, so cute. And then the rest of the whole episode, there's like zero romance whatsoever. Mm, zero. So we see Victoria P. It's like our, it's like the highlight, the sunny day on the episode. And then yep. the rest of the time is spent talking about freaking Alea. Oh, my God. And Alea. it all kind of starts, like, right before Demi shows up. My Okay, this is kind of... I don't often show stuff happening in the house unless it really has, like, a specific effect to the storylines. And they... After the Victoria P's date, they just, like, open up onto the house. We see, like, the, the camera's kind of far away, and they're we're watching what's happening in the kitchen. Alea is sitting up on the kitchen counter. She's mm-hmm. wearing a pilot hat and, like, a bikini kind of or, like, partial jammies. My favorite outfit. Yeah. And she's obviously drunk or just yes. being – Or? I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe she's not drunk. But she's like, I'm wild, bro. I get nasty. <laughs> yes. I get nasty. Yep. And the girls are like, oh, really? And yeah. she's like, yeah, I get – I'm nasty. Yeah. I'm dirty. I'm- <laughs> That Christina Aguilera, like, deep throatiness in yes. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, cheers to all you bitches. Yep. And she's a hot, drunk mess. Yes. In the middle of the day, maybe early morning. Yeah. and But that scene was over like like that, though. Yeah. It was like a little teaser, and you went, oh, I see what's yeah, happening like, here. Okay, okay, okay. And at that moment, I just started, like, screaming in my house because I was like, oh, I knew it. Yeah. On the preview episode. You called that. I was like, Alea is going to be a a not a nice girl. Yes. I just know it. Mm-hmm. I can tell by her little like knee, oh, knee, her little cheeky smile and her pageant history. Mm-hmm. You can't trust a pageant girl. No. They can win you over. Hannah B won us over. Yeah. But like first glance, don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Kaylin, I still don't trust her. Mm. Ooh, true? You really don't? No. Oh. Do you? I like Kaylin. Yeah. She cute. <sighs> Wait, she's the one with Dean, right? Yes. Yeah, I think they're right. really cute. Oh, okay, fine, fine, oh, fine, Dean fine. and Kaylin. Oh, gross. In a van. oh gross. Um, but, but Victoria's a pageant y- girl too. No, I know, and she won me so, over. She okay. won me over. Okay. 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 Uh, and that maybe is like a way she kind of got out of. All right, whatever. I'm just filling in a blank story. All right. <laughs> I'm just imagining I she know. like overcame adversity by being a pageant girl. She clawed her way to the top. She's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm like, come from my heart roots and like yes. figure out a way to pay for my teeth. Yes. Anyway, so she's in the kitchen. She's like, bro, I get nasty. And then we cut away. And then Demi shows up mm, in the house. Naturally. This is like the next morning now. All the With women are Champagne asleep, and killer. Who are just too 
random. I feel like they're derby girls. I feel like that too. Yeah. Like they they went to a derby place and they're like, all right, we don't want to make these girls do derby because we can't afford the insurance. Right. But let's like get them to smack each other with pillows. Oh god. You two come with us. Demi brings them to the house and she starts yelling rise and shine, which I'm like, careful, Demi. Mm. Kylie Jenner owns that phrase now. Ooh. Can't just use rise and shine whenever Demi. you want. So she comes in the house. They're like smacking everybody with um, pillows. Mm-hmm. And true question though. What? Who cleaned up the feathers? Because those yeah, feathers PA, were everywhere. Just some PA who was oh, like, this worst is job. my job. Yeah. Worst job. I mean, that's the same PA who has to go to Target and, or wherever the nearest place is yeah. and buy pillows and a throw for every bench they buy and True. like put out on the lawn and pretend that it was there. True. But it was like these pillows were literally just pillowcases full of full feathers. Of, yeah, there like, was no pillow it. inside. No. They were just open yes. feathers. Feathers everywhere. And then they also kept throwing at them at the women during their into the mo- in the moment interviews. Mm-hmm. They're like just tossing I feathers did, on I did them. like that. Yeah, and they're like, I'm just covered in feathers. Uh-huh. So they do this weird feather fight and then they give all these girls um, oh my gosh. lingerie. Lingerie. Okay. I'm so glad that you said that because when that happened, I was like, what did you just say? I felt so and sad no one for said her. Anything. Like, like I just thought, I get that she was saying it in like a confessional type, whatever those things are called. I don't even know what that is. Like the producer didn't go, you mean lingerie? Yeah. You but know, then later on, they had Kiara say, we're all here in our lingerie. And I was I like, know. guys, you can't just correct her and then right. keep lingerie in. Right. I felt sad for her. I did too. Because, like, we don't know anything about Kiara, and now that's all we'll remember. Because I don't think she's going to win, based on the fact that we know nothing about her. except lingerie. Except for lingerie. Yeah. Mm. She's like, we're all in our lingerie. Also, I love that Peter thought that that's just what they maybe wore to sleep. Yeah, he imagines that they all, like, they're, like, sexily cuddling at night, and they're all in one big bed together. Like, they're all in their, like, limo to go to the date, and he's like, is this just what you guys all wear to bed? Yeah, all their hair is curled, they're wearing makeup. And then one of them's in, like, a floral muumuu, and, like... Not just one of them, Alea. Oh, right. She was in, like, a big white, like, flowy thing. Yeah, but not the... There was one other person that was in, like, a floor-length, long-sleeve, like, (laughs) flannel, floral, like, muumuu. It was bad. I don't remember who it was. I honestly don't. Kelly? No, don't no, it wasn't. I don't remember either. Uh, someone remembers, bad. but it was it was really bad. There was some like someone. Some of them were wearing like little skimpy tops, mm-hmm. little shorts, mm-hmm. silky shorts, and then others were wearing long mumus. I'm very curious how it was decided who got what. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, either, maybe Demi decided because she was like, "You're hot. You're hot. You're hot. Yeah. You're not." I just thought, oh god, what were your thoughts on the fact that they had like the only openly lesbian like contestant on The Bachelor hosting a pillow fight competition? Um, well, f- first of all, it's like the only person they're ever going to bring back to do something like that is Demi because True. they want to keep her relevant to us. Right. They want to keep her in the, fra- in the frame because they're definitely going to bring her back to paradise yes. this year. As they should. I keep like... You know, hoping and and throwing out my energy that she'll be the bachelorette. I love her. I I would love love for her to be the bachelorette. Uh, So maybe they're trying. I just think they're just trying to keep her relevant, to be honest. And then they thought, oh, this will be a fun thing for her. She did comment on how sexy the women looked. And I was like, I like this. I like that they're not backing down from this now because she and Christian aren't together. They're not saying, oh, well, now she's straight again. Right. Like they're not pretending that that's That's the case. That's a good point. I mean, I like Demi, so when she shows up, I'm happy. I do, too. I enjoy her very much. Um, then we see, when they get to this, another country bar, oh. and I'm like, I don't get the whole theme. Why all mm-hmm. this country stuff? Yeah. What are they trying it. to convince us of? I don't know. He's just a small town boy. Oh, God, he's not. Living he, like, in grew a major up city. 10 minutes from the mansion. <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, and then Fred Willard is there. Oh. I always love when they bring in Fred Willard. Not enough Airtime this week, I thought. You know, I was a little uncomfortable with Fred this week. Really? He just seemed like he was really struggling. Oh, it does seem like he's losing it a little bit. He's losing it. I thought this week I was kind of like, oh, Fred, like what's going on, buddy? I hope okay? we see him again because we, we always see him when there's the physical competitions. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, you know, I always like having him there. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of the whole date is that Kelly says, who wants to see their attorney dressed up in lingerie on a TV show? The prosecutee. Yeah. That was literally uh, her little like wrestling name and I died. Yes. But great she, point though. She seems like so uncomfortable. Every time they yeah. they cut to her and there's drama going on, she's like yeah. shrinking uh-huh. back into herself. I know. To me, it's like 
Well, obviously, so I, I still think she hooked up with Peter ahead of the show. I think yeah. they had a thing, and then she thought, oh, okay, I'll actually commit to this. Right. But being on the show when she's like a smart attorney, I know she's uncomfortable with it. Yeah, she's like, these are not my people. Yeah, and Rachel was uncomfortable with it too mm-hmm. when she was on. So it makes sense. Yeah, my favorite part of the that whole episode, um, or at least part of the episode, was actually, no, I'm just going to say it. My favorite part of the whole episode was the woman in the background of the, the wrestling. The lady, old lady. That did the slitting the throat motion on the teddy bear. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh my God, it yes. Was so great. Like they're they're wrestling and uh it's like it's getting super violent and aggressive and this just pans to this old woman holding a giant teddy bear and she just mimes like, And her eyes are like huge. Yes. I was like, "Yes, I love this lady." At that moment I wish I had DVR so I could re- oh, rewind to it that. Was good. I have to go find that on Hulu. It was good. Spot on. Mm-hmm. Very very good background lady. Yes. I hope they paid well, her well in, I in hope pizza. so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like, you can come on any of the things that we do right? for free, and yeah. uh, we won't give Just you a make dime. Some aggressive hand motions in yeah, the background. Exactly. So there's a bunch of battles um, that happen, but the final round is Alea versus Sydney. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, and because they, they already had some beef going, we didn't really see it happening yet, but we could kind of see Sydney being like, Alea's fake. We got little clips here and there of Alea being like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then they have a battle. They're they're trying to hurt each other with the hair pulling and stuff. They're like mm-hmm. going kind of wild. Yeah. At one point, Sydney calls it an elephant versus a, a rat. Yeah. She says, "How do you?" She started sitting on me. Um, what do you expect me to do? She's an elephant sitting on a rat. Ooh, rough, Sydney. Okay, rough because body shaming. Yes. And also, if you're gonna pick a small animal to say that you're akin to, don't be a rat. You're gonna pick a rat. Especially because Natasha already said there are cats and rats on this show. Right? So I was Which like, one are you? this is telling. Mm-hmm. Agree. Oh, you're right. Because then she tattled later. Yes. Oh, double meaning. Right? Yeah. Dang. Like, she called herself a rat. Mm-hmm. Elephant sitting on a rat. Mm. I just thought that was mean because Alea's not. So mean. Alea is like so skinny. Yeah. They She's all are. She's a pageant are. queen. They all are. And that's a whole topic for another day, I think. Yeah. The body diversity yeah. that needs to be happening in this show. Right. There is none. You mean there's Zero. none? The, yep. Zero percent. Um, so then we see the night portion of the date. There's already like some stuff going on between Sydney and Alea. We see Alea doing a bunch of weird baby voice stuff where she's oh. talking to Peter. When she talks to Peter, she's like, oh, I just, you know, being with you, it's like, it's so special, Peter. It's, Makes you're just. want to be vulnerable. I want to be open with you. Yeah. And, okay, here's how I'm going to be open. I, I was, I, are you ready? I was in pageants and. <laughs> I was very good at it. Um, I was always so good. And like, it's crazy because I've always just been such a winner. I've won four titles. Yeah. And anyway, I hope you feel like I was more open to you. <laughs> anyway. And then Peter's like, I really feel like Alea opened up to me today. <laughs> I just, are men, men are so yeah. easily tricked. This it's is true. why for centuries women have been burned at the stake because men are like, oh, she must be a witch to have tricked me that right. way. And it's right. like, actually, no. You're so trickable. Yeah. All I have to do is show, like, Alea, all she does is she wears those low-cut slit dresses mm-hmm. that show the inside of her boobs. Right. <laughs> the inside. That's the kryptonite. You know? It's not the side boob. It's the, it's the, the inside, inside boob. boob. <laughs> exactly. And she always kind of, and they're very tight and up. Yes. And she comes in with that, and she's, like, tossing her hair around, right. which is long. And brunette, and he loves a brunette. So he's, he like, tossing her hair around. She's, like... Peter, I'm being open. And then she's like hypnotizing him with her boobs. And he's like, ah, uh, yes, Alea, so open. <laughs> like, what about her was open? Right, her boobs. Yeah, nothing her inside boobs. was open. Yeah, She never was vulnerable. No. Everyone else is like telling their life stories. And she's like, oh, it's just, I've always been so pretty. And Yeah, she did say that she felt like... Um, like her friends and relationships have left her or something. She said some weird sentence. It was so like, short. Like she but like I was dropped like, it. She's like, I'm always abandoned. Boom. Goodbye. Yeah. But she didn't even say it that way. It was just yeah. like, my relationships have always ended. And I'm like, same girlfriend. Like yeah. that's what it, that is why you're here. That's why you're here. Like, are you, you're just saying that you've dated, like you've dated in the past. That's, that's what you're saying. I have a feeling that if you asked her more, she'd be like, I'm just so like, what's hard for my boyfriends <laughs> in the past is that I'm so like, beautiful and they get jealous because I'm just such a big personality and I love to flirt and like talk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And they're just kind of jealous. Yeah. It's hard for me to be vulnerable. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Yeah. She's a real baby in front of him. And then in the house, she's like, I'm nasty. I'm dirty. I'm a dirty girl. Too dirty to clean my act up. Yeah. Even at one point, the production, like someone says she uses a high voice. And at one point, she's they, clip, they cut to her. She's ordering from the bar. She's like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend makes these really good margaritas. She turns around to a contestant and goes, hiya. Yeah. Uh-huh. So great. It was great. And whoever edited that should win a, an beautiful. Emmy. Yes. For that. Just that clip alone. That was beautiful. Um, she, she also tells Peter she wants to be a pilot wife. And I was like, I just. <laughs> They're acting like being a pilot for Delta is like being in the military. It's not that hard. You get a bunch of free flights everywhere right. you want to go. Right. Like he's gone overnight. It's right. not like. I know. He's like he's so three weird. months deployed and you don't know where he is and you're she not just allowed wants, to talk to him. Yeah, she wants free friends and family for life. Right, she's like, she's I would love to be a pilot's yeah, wife because it feels it. like I don't have to work and I get yeah. to travel for free. But we know she works, Hannah, don't we? Yeah, because <laughs> when she goes back from her conversation with Peter, Sydney goes, so do you like work? Yeah. Oh. Okay, let's, can we, can we oh reenact gosh. that? Can we reenact this moment? Do, do you want to be Sydney or do you want to be Alea? I'll be Alea. Okay. Do you work or? Me? I have three jobs. Okay, I'm just asking because I know like a lot of times pageant girls, like they don't work. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I have three. I'm a very hard worker. Yeah, no, I have three jobs. So do you feel like you kind of keep that sort of fake pageant thing going? Or? Yeah, it's like a really hard thing to kick, you know, because for eight years, for it's been my life for eight years. I've won four titles. So basically you kind of can turn it on and off like wherever you go? Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. So you're fake? No. No. No! <laughs> no. <was> great. <laughs> no. I'm a dirty no. girl. No. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I ain't faking it. Ho, hoorah. <laughs> DMX. She's also like a little bit Southern sometimes. Yeah. I'm very lost by her. Yeah, it was weird. It was that whole dialogue was very strange. I, but Sydney I thought like, Sydney cut, just cutting with a knife was like, Oh, uh, I was like up on my feet, uh, air punching. She was like, trying. Get her, Sid, get her. She was trying, but at the same time, I was like, <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it. I was just like, Sydney, all you're asking her is if she was good at being a pageant girl. Like, you're literally just being like, do you feel like you learned how to answer questions without force saying a strong opinion? And she's like, yes. To me, it felt like she was doing a cross-examination. And then later on, she's going to be like, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, <laughs> as you can see mm. on cross, this witness actually testified to the fact that she is a professional liar. Yeah. She mm. has two personalities. She said it herself. She's even got three jobs. Three How does jobs. a woman like that have yeah. time for a, being a pilot's wife? Right, right. She's not going to be able to take advantage of those free travel vouchers. Yeah, exactly. It felt like she was accumulating evidence and yeah. she was like, see, you see America, you see girls, you see everybody. Yeah. She's a fake. She's and it a liar. seemed like Aaliyah was into it. It seemed like Aaliyah. Oh, wow. Aaliyah. Yeah, it seemed like Aaliyah was into it, though. Like she she thought it was, she was like. She was proud of herself. Yeah, she was like, oh, she's interested in me. She wants yeah. me to be vulnerable. Okay, but obviously not, too. It was such a passive aggressive thing. It she was, was like. All this is what it looks like for me to answer this. Like, I'm the adult here. Right. And for you to look like the child. Right. And right. that's not what it looked like. Right. Yeah. I loved that. And then uh, Sydney goes and tells Peter, blah, blah, blah. She's a fake. Mm -hmm. Yada, yada. Let's skip that part because then Peter comes back to oh, the group. Yeah. This was my favorite. I was like, this is such a sick move for yeah. The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were like, oh, bad move, Peter. I thought, good move, Peter. Yeah. Go get Agree. it. Agree. He comes back to the group at the end of the group date and says, so... I, I'm really worried some of you are going to be fake, right? Because he's worried because Luke P was fake and because mm -hmm. Jed was fake. Yes. And he knew being in the house that those dudes were not genuine. And then they were going on being a different way in front of Hannah mm -hmm. B. So he's worried the same thing's going to happen to him and he's going to end up miserable. Well, let's just hope that mm -hmm. that, that does happen. And then he ends up with Ooh. Hannah again. <gasps> Which is, yeah. So he says to the girls, I'm worried if one of you is fake. And frankly, actually... Sydney, you were telling me someone's fake. Can you tell us in front of the group who it is? And I was like, Dimed oh. out, dimed out. He just used his power. He's mm -hmm. like, look, you got to tell the truth right here. Yeah. Sydney, like, melted into the couch. Uh-huh. Yep. She could barely get her words out. Yep. She was like, oh, well, uh, I, I guess I just, because Alea was saying, 
Because remember, Olaya, how you were saying you, you can fake it? <laughs> and Olaya's yeah. eyes like turn uh -huh. bright red and yeah. get enormous. And she looks mm -hmm. furious. Horrifying. Yeah. She's so mad. Yeah. But nobody backed up Sydney. No. At that point. No. Like, and I, oh, I, she, and Alea to just be like, does anybody else in the room feel that way? And nobody says anything. Well, that was such a power move by Alea because yes. she knew the other girls aren't going to say anything in front of Peter because none of them want to be in the drama. Right. Sydney obviously didn't want to say it. Right. And she didn't want to cause drama mm -hmm. because nobody wants to like get into a fight in front of right. their boyfriend, their future right. boyfriend. Yeah. Um, so they all kind of sit there biting their lips, mm -hmm. especially Kelly, who like just slowly shrivels down mm -hmm. and doesn't want to be seen in the shot. And then we leave there. Oh, oh no, before we leave, this is the, the craziest part. Not only does Peter ask Sydney to say in front of everybody who the fake person is, then he gives the rose to Sydney mm -hmm. to just kind of like take a hot poker mm -hmm. and shove it right through Alea's yes. eye. Yes. He hands the rose to Sydney and it's in the weirdest way. He goes, so yeah, I guess so like uh, after all that, I guess I just want to say thank you to Sydney for being honest. Here you go, Sydney. Hands of the rose. She like reaches across the table yeah. and takes it. They have no contact. Right. And to me, it was like he was saying, don't mess with me. Don't Agreed. mess with this process. Do not be fake. I'm going to believe anyone who tells me yeah. that some of y'all are being fake. Mm -hmm. Also, I think Sydney's hot. Yeah. It, again, this was the whole part of the reason why this episode really made me like Peter more. Yeah. Everything from the dates to the way he like played out this drama. I liked it. I liked it too. I've never seen a lead do that before. Yeah, I liked like, it. Hannah B kind of started it, I think, because she did, she did kind of battle with Luke when he came back. And then she like moves the podium that that whole thing probably started off where she really exposed some of the inner workings of yes. their, her, her relationship with somebody else in front of the guys. And he was doing that here. He's like, look, this is the problem I have with you. This is the issue I have with you. Mm -hmm. So then we see after that, uh, that the next day there's a, there's a date and the whole entire point of the date really is for us to see this Alea demise. Right there. It's a pool party and nobody mm -hmm. ever swims. No, he showed up not not ready to be at a pool party. He, he was, was wearing ready. a sweatshirt. Yeah, he was ready to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, he was like had a little detective hat yeah, on and like a monocle. Well, I got some questions his for you guys. Notepad. Yep. If I was at that pool party, I'd be in the pool the whole time. It's oh, warm. Totally. It looked hot. Totally. Anyway, instead they all just want to wear like what Alea was wearing drove me crazy. Mm. She's wearing like this thong bikini, oh, right? And then this lacy black pants. Oh. Which I know the point is to show off her whole butt cheeks. Her entire butt cheeks. But it was really unflattering because her butt kept eating the pants. And yeah. the lace, the way the lace was laying, made her butt look so jiggly. And yeah. like jiggly is a good thing in a butt. Yeah. But it was like an optical illusion almost yeah. because of the lace. It was too jiggly. It was too weird. It was too, yeah. It was like one of those um, 3D eye things that you cross your eyes at and then move back slowly. Yeah. And you get to see like an animal or something. That's yeah. how I felt looking at her butt. It also... It also really highlight that outfit really highlighted the fact that her belly button is like four or five inches long. <laughs> it's a big belly button. It's like so long. Yeah. I, I like at one point I said to my husband, like, is that does that look weird to you? Like she doesn't that looks weird to me. Like yeah. her belly button is sort of like one line. Yeah. In the middle of her body. Yeah. It looks like she got like knifed in the in the belly. I don't want to shame her body. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. She's obviously hot, okay? She's, She's a like babe. a superstar hottie. She's a mega babe. I'm just we got to, we have gotten to see a lot of her body now between so much inside of her body, boob, inside boob, full long belly, button, belly button, whole jiggly butt bum. cheeks. Yeah. She's a babe. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just don't think this was the best choice of pants. Agree. All right. So everyone's wearing their like cutie little outfits the whole day. Peter comes in and he's like, "Look, I'm here to get to the bottom. Mm -hmm. I want to figure out which one of y'all is fake." Yes. Because if any of you are fake, you're going home. Yes. And then he sleuths around, talking to each of the women, asking them what they think about Alea. Uh -huh. And they all just slam her. They're like, she's fake. She uses a baby voice. Mm -hmm. Kelsey tells Peter Alea's fake for the cameras. Kelsey. Natasha says Alea puts it on. Lexi says she has a fake baby voice. And they all keep saying, like, she's a pageant, she's a pageant queen with a fake voice. And she's able to, like, flip a switch mm -hmm. when the cameras come in. And then... We also see Victoria P, who he pulls aside. She's Victoria. so she Victoria. She's Victoria. so resistant to saying anything, mm -hmm. which made me be, love her more. She yeah. just does not want to talk crap about anybody. Yeah. He's digging in. He's like, just tell me the truth. Like I trust you. 
And then Victoria reveals they knew each other before the show. Bombshell. Mm-hmm. And that Alea had asked her not to tell the producers that they knew each other. Right. Why? Why do you think that is? Well, that is what I thought was so weird. It, you know, when they were getting Alea's side of the story of it, Alea was saying how um, she didn't want the producers to find out because she thought it would disqualify them both. But we know for a fact that that sort of thing does not disqualify people Kaylin from and Hannah being, B. Yes. The twin sisters, Emily and, right. and Haley. And so I'm like, girlfriend, you couldn't come up with any other reason? Like, it's just... There's frequently people that know each other on yes. the show. And that is rife for drama. Totally. Yeah, so I thought that was very strange. I can't think of why she would have really wanted her to. I feel like she didn't want to be connected to another contestant because she wants as many opportunities as she can get to be famous after the show. Yeah. So yeah. connecting herself to somebody else is yeah. means that that's going to be her storyline. It dilutes her brand. Yep, and she wants mm -hmm. to be on her own because she wants to be The Bachelorette or she wants to be like famous on Instagram right. later. And Victoria P. says as much. Mm -hmm. She says... I, I know at some point Alea told me that she really wants to do this for the opportunities that come afterward. Yeah. Ooh. Well, this is the thing, though. I'm a little bit, I feel a little bit weird about that because we've seen that play out on so many seasons now where they're like, the right reasons, TM. Yeah. You know, like, is she here for that or is she open to other opportunities that might come from this? And I feel like you don't go on this show unless you're open to those opportunities. Yeah. Like, I mean, ever since Chris Souls the season... You know, because that batch of women really became kind of like big players in yeah. the world of the Bachelor Nation. Ever since then, I think if you're going on the show, you're hoping to be part of Bachelor Nation. Right. Like if I went on the show, I'd be like, well, that's cool. That seems cool. You get to know all these other people. You get to go to these parties. You get to have all these free clothes, right. all these free opportunities. And yeah. You're hanging around beautiful people all the time. Not just free. Like you could get paid, like paid like to just appear at a yeah. party in Miami. Right. Like, you're you like know? a hot girl from, from middle America. And you have an opportunity to like go live in LA right. and be a party girl. I heard Middle Earth when you said that. Middle Earth. And you know, I was you're like, like a hot girl from oh, Middle Earth. Okay. Yeah. Tolkien just like pulls right. you out of the story and let's go. Yeah. And so I always think that's interesting because we do see that played out um, on every season. Somebody just being like, you know, she Wrong would reasons, like girl. to get rich after this. Well, and, and last like, time it was Cassie. Yeah. And then she she actually did win. Right. And Jed, who also won. Yep. So it's it's just kind of it's always interesting to me that that becomes the thing that they want to. Um, you know, hang their hat on. I do like when Alea confronted Sydney and she's like, you're the only girl that thinks that this is true about me. And then Sydney says, no, I'm the only one who had the balls to say it to Ooh, your face. True. It is true because we do see a bunch of other girls are talking about her behind yep. her back. Mm -hmm. Alea is, is obsessed during this conversation. She's obsessed with this phrase that she, she like has come up with to stamp on it that she will not let go, which is opinions is not facts. Oh my gosh. Yes. An opinion is not facts. You guys have opinions about me, but they're not facts. Because right. an opinion is not facts. <laughs> like, it's just, she came up with this argument, mm -hmm. and she heard herself say it, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so smart. I got to say this again. Opinions is not facts. Facts. You guys know how the news works? You got to get <laughs> facts. You put them up. And then that's truth. You can't just put opinions on. Right. Opinions right. is not facts. Right. That uh, drove me nuts. It made her seem so stupid. Same. Uh, and then Peter and Alea actually have a one-on-one, -on -one, and it's so clear that he that she's putting on this annoying voice now. Yes. Because we were reminded of it so many times throughout the episode. I feel like his body language tells a big story in this conversation. Agreed. He is so far away from her. And they do kiss at the end, and he's like, I believe you, but it's very obvious that he does not. No. He does not believe her. And after all is said and done, he sends her packing. Mm -hmm. He sends, and he didn't even need to. Like, he needed to send three people home, and he sent four people home. Yes. He, like, took away a rose. Yeah. Chris Harrison came in and said, nope, only one rose left. Mm -hmm. And Alea leaves. I couldn't believe it because that, to me, made Peter made me really like Peter. Same. Because the producers, even if they're not saying, you got to keep this girl— I think they're saying a lot of things like, well, what if you kept her for another week? Like, would it be so bad to explore the relationship? Agreed. And he was like, yeah, it would be. I'm done. I'm over yeah, it. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting because all of this drama really unfolded over just one episode. And usually they keep the villain around a little bit longer than that. Yeah. And so it was definitely interesting um, to see that play out. I was also sad to see that Alexa went home because I did really like Alexa. 
It was tragic who went home this week. Yeah. This was tragic to me. So the order of people that got roses, Kelsey, Hannah Ann, Natasha, Lexi, Madison, Kelly, Kiara, a.k.a. Lingery. Lingery. Tammy, Savannah, Deandra. Then he walks out of the room. There's dramatic pause. Chris Harrison comes and takes a rose away. And then he finishes with McKenna. Mm -hmm. She gets the final rose. Going home is Alea, but also Jasmine, Sarah. Mm, I liked Sarah. Sarah was yeah. like, a, she. I had predicted her to win. Yeah. I'm a dummy. Ugh. She didn't even, didn't she got like 40 seconds of screen time. And it was all in this episode. I know. That was so sad. I feel like she never had any time with him. I mean, we never saw it. I know. Yeah. And Alexa was way too cool for the show. Yeah, I really She was never going to win. Just cause, I like, know, but I just was like, keep her around for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got to follow her on Instagram because she is like. Oh, really? She's just cool. Cool. Okay. I'll check She's it out. way too cool for the show. She like never wears makeup. Yeah, Ugh, I just love her so much. Yeah. I really hope we see her in Paradise. Yeah, um, I think Jasmine could could be a con good contender in Paradise. Agreed. I do think Sarah could be like the bits we've gotten of her. She seems very funny. Yeah. To me, so I hope that she comes back. Yeah, um, these the women were all too good, too good for yeah. the show. They shouldn't yeah. have been there. Um, Alea leaves and she's super fake and crappy and she's like, "Bye." She walks out. Bye, Bye. girls. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I hate that. I know. Like the kiss of the hands and baby wave. Uh-huh. So annoying. And unfortunately, like at this moment, we're all thinking, yeah, Peter, like mm -hmm. you got it. Like mm -hmm. you're the man. And then we see he's talking to the producer about how sad he is that Alea's left. He's not sure he's made the right decision. He doesn't specifically come out and say he's sad that Alea left, but he's like, I'm not sure if I did the right thing. Yeah. Well, and the producers are probably saying... Do you feel like you did the right thing, yeah. Peter? Because I feel like they want her to, her to come back. Yeah. And then we dang old see that she is going to come back uh, in the next of episode. She is, yes. Uh, right when you're feeling really good about something, they tease they tease you and make I you know. feel like, oh, actually, no, you were wrong. I know. We see that she comes back next episode. My prediction is that Peter actually asks the producers to bring her back. Really? What do you think happens? Ooh. I think, I don't think he does. I think she just shows up. To like clear her sullied name, <sighs> I think she just shows up, and I think she's. I think she succeeds. No, you think she's let back on the show? I think so, because now we have one person extra gone that needs to be gone. Yeah, they have some wiggle room there, right? And I don't think it's over with her. I just feel like one episode for this entire like um, antagonist story arc. I don't think it's enough. I think she's. I think she's going to be coming back. Yeah, and we've had contestants come back before, mm -hmm. but it usually doesn't work. Yeah, you know they show up again and kind of beg for their spot. And yeah, the uh, like Liz, remember Liz on next season? They they like met at a uh, wedding and they had hooked up. Oh, and then right. she showed up, and he was very surprised that she had come and thought it was weird. Yeah. Um, and then he sent her packing. She came back and was like, yeah. I, no, you do want me here. And he says, no, I really didn't. Yeah. My, my prediction is that she comes back of her own accord to clear her name and set the record straight. Um, and that she stays for, I'm going to say two more episodes. Oh, yuck. Okay. My prediction is that Peter asks her to come back and they have a sit down. And then at, at the end, he decides that she should not stay. Okay. That's my prediction. Okay. We'll see what happens. We'll see. The last thing I want to say from this episode, just like this barely came up, but when he's with Madison, it's like I stop everything mm. and I like write a separate section. There is some fire there yeah. between the two of them. Agree. They have a really intense one-on-one -on -one with each other where he again tells her he misses her and he also tells her like he likes her so much and she makes him really hopeful about this process. And then she says something that I thought was so funny. She said... It was so special to me to be there with you on that date because family means so much to you and also family means so much to me. Mm. What a, what are you saying? I just it felt like she was just talking herself into a circle. Yeah, it's like when you see those dating profiles when the people are like, I like music and movies and I'm fun loving and I like to chill. And I like to hang with friends. Yeah, it's like that's literally everyone. So you're a person? Yeah, I feel I like know, that's what she was likes doing music here. And movies, She's yeah. Like you like family, I like family. Like, if so someone's there special. and they're like, I hate my family, right. okay? It's probably not because, they're, right. because they've chosen to hate their family. It's right. like, okay, they've come from a hard place or something right. happened. Nobody's like, you know, I just genuinely hate family. The right. idea of family, yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Most people are like, I love family. My chosen family or my family that I was born into. Yeah. So weird. Super weird. Okay. Um, 
the other predictions we see for next week, or the other highlights we see for next week, are Victoria F. has dated one of the people they bring on as a musician yes. for her one-on-one date. Oh, bachelors. They're really just delivering. I love that. That mm-hmm. was, I feel like, yes, producers. Yeah. Good choice. Agree. How did they get Peter to, did they tell him you're going on a one-on-one date with Victoria this week, whether you like it or not? Yeah, and your ex and her ex boyfriend is going to be playing it. What is his name? Is like Clive or something? Didn't they? I can't remember. His name is Chase. <laughs> Clive. I really thought it was. It's just an extension of the country theme too. Clive. Chase. Yeah. My prediction is that Victoria F will absolutely lose her mind because she is super emotional. She's like a roller coaster. I feel like she'll lose her mind on next episode. I don't know. I'm, I'm like maybe she'll go home. I'm not sure. She's wild. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about her. I'm just not sure. Do you have any other predictions for next week? Mm. Predictions for next week. I think I'm, I mean, I'm really just invested in this Alea storyline at this point. That's my biggest, my biggest prediction. I think they point. are too. I hope that there's more, um, is it Tammy? Yes. Please more Tammy, more Tammy. And more Natasha. Yeah. I want one of them to have a one-on-one date soon. It feels like they haven't gotten enough airtime. I know and Tammy is like so interesting and just when she like straight up beat she like beat somebody up on this yeah. episode in that date and she got disqualified. She, she got disqualified for taking the girl out of the yes. ring. Yes. Because she fully wrestled her. Yes. That was great. I yeah. love that so much. Um, Yeah I think there'll be some drama there with Alea. I hope that we see Natasha a little bit more. I hope we see Tammy a little bit more. I'd love to see Sydney get a one-on-one date mm, and like, so we can spend more time knowing her outside of this Alea sitch. Uh-huh. Who are your uh, top four predictions for the final. Who do you think the final four will be? Um, Hannah Ann. Mm-hmm. Madison. Yes. Victoria. P. Victoria P. Yeah. And let me think about this last one. This last one's a, I'm going to say Sydney, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 What, about, what about you? Uh, I still have Madison and Hannah Ann in my top, my top two. To me, those Same. are the final two. Same. And I kind of like keep rotating the last, the last ones but I'm torn right now between if Kelly's gonna stay in that top four or not or if it's gonna be Sydney Mm -hmm. and then Victoria P yeah well I know for sure I mean we get a sort of a a hint that he might have sex with Sydney yeah that doesn't necessarily mean that she'll be in the top four right but um it sounds like that happens early a la Nick Vial on Caitlin Bristow season yeah but I know he likes Kelly a lot yeah like he's got a thing for her whatever they did that night Agree. He's hook, line, and sinker. There's something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to see. There's been a lot more drama to come on this season. I cannot wait mm-hmm. for next week. Yeah. I want to know what happens with Alea. So far, I've loved every episode. Same. I, like in the beginning, I said this episode was kind of boring. I, I lied because now, I know. as we're talking about it, I realized it was actually like chock full. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, what, girl? Like, I'm taking it back. Yeah. They got the, they, we started with the, um, Finally getting to hear the hear for the right reasons. Like, yes. Love that. Anytime that comes up, I'm like, yes. This yes, was an yes, episode juicy. that really featured the word blindsided, mm-hmm. which is a classic. Bat- I've never heard that word outside of The Bachelor. Yeah. Like maybe I, I don't know people who frequently get blindsided, but right. it's the only time I hear it. And it, it, it like, it's like if you, um, you know, really open that well, it just comes rushing out. That's One true. person said it and now it's the only thing anybody says. Right. Peter is worried he's going to be blindsided. Alea feels blindsided. All the girls feel blindsided. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great episode. It's always good when Demi comes back, too. Yeah, I'm always happy to see her. Let's yeah. hope she comes back again. She says she's good friends with Peter. I don't really know how. Took but me by surprise. When that she really said took that. me by surprise. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think they know each other. Right. Are they good friends? Right. I don't know. They went to stagecoach. They did. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They probably had their moment as right. stagecoach. So we're going to find out next week all the drama that's going to happen. And you know what? In the meantime, you should really find us on our social media pages at You Get a Rose on Instagram. I went live today when I was on the air with Don on Steve, so you can watch that. I had a coughing fit at the end, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I recorded the whole thing. Yeah. So that'll be great. Two minutes of me just coughing and running around the studio. It's just you being vulnerable. I'm just being vulnerable and being my true self. <laughs> uh, you can find us at You Get a Rose on Twitter. I, try, I live tweet during the episode. I'm very new to Twitter. I'm learning the ropes. So far, so good. Really enjoying it. Or you can email us, hello at yougetarose.com, or check out yougetarose.com for more information. Find us basically everywhere. You get a rose. That's easy. <laughs> we kept it simple for you. Thank you 
to Beth Gibbs, our lovely producer. Thank you to Sally Foster for being on the show. Yes, clap, 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 as my co-host today. So nice to have you here. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time at You Get a Rose. For more on the show, visit yougetarose.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at You Get a Rose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from My Talk 1071. Hear more great podcasts on MyTalk1071.com.